Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. Welcome indeed. How are you, Nick? I'm good. Yeah? Do you know what? It's really quiet on the roads out there. Is it? Driving over here. So I think one car. Everybody's in London. Everyone's like having their knees up for her majesty, aren't they? <laughs> they are indeed. What's the point in a monarchy, hey? <laughs> Oh, hey, thanks for the days off, but it's a bit of a weird thing when you stop and think about it, isn't it? Yeah, I it? suppose. It's, it's good that we can celebrate somebody doing something for 70 years, though. There's not many people who have Oh, done, no, great, you know. There's not many people who have done anything for 70 yeah. years. Fair play. Yeah, just, fair just, play I always just think, sell a few paintings a year. You could do without some. Yeah. Give some back to the people, you know. <laughs> yeah. Instead of spending it on your son's <laughs> trial. Yeah, let's not Legal fees. <laughs> anyway. Um, you got your bunting up outside your house? No. No? No. In my mum and dad's street, yeah. every single house has done it. It's amazing. Uh, is that a coordinated effort? I don't think so. Really? Might That's be. even more impressive. It might be. Maybe my mum and dad have just not been invited to it. <laughs> they it looks cool down there. Yeah, they have. Yeah, It looks really cool down there. You just drive down. There's so none down my street. None at all. No. There's a few up around here. Yeah, there's quite a few As on my way over. Yeah. There is quite a bit strung up. Yeah, I haven't got anything else. I'd put a flag up, but I haven't got any. Further that way down your road, there's quite a lot. Yeah. I came on yesterday, there was a man in the tree. Oh, yeah. flags up. Okay. That was cool. Nice. Yeah, but it'll be over by the time this episode comes out, so it's redundant. There was, I walked through town earlier, there was quite a lot up there. There's a lot going on. They're, they're, I think they're they're um, lighting a torch later. Yeah, they're doing the beacons all over the country, aren't yeah. they? They're all being lit tonight. That's all of bit weird <laughs> i just think if an alien came down or something or or american <laughs> yeah i did just i don't know they love the, the, the pomp's all a bit strange pomps for me pomp and circumstance uh, yeah but there we go you know like <laughs> like you say 70 years on the job that's that's, that's a good sure. yeah we've done seven seasons of this and we're quite impressed so 70 years of it be a lot yeah that will be into like season 140 if we get that far that's a lot of films yeah <laughs> I'm not doing that maths. Two, four thousand ish. <laughs> How's your week been? Have you been up to much? Uh, well, I've been, I've been, uh, I've had a nice day today. Yeah, I've been to play a bit of adventure golf. Oh, nice! And went out for a meal. Did you win at lunchtime? Uh, it was actually a draw. Oh, really? Between myself and my good lady wife. Oh, so you beat the kids? Yeah. Yeah, so you should. Though. I would have won, but she got a hole in one on the last hole. Are you joking? Yeah. Oh, I bet you were fuming. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> the draw, draw fine. Um, yeah, so that was that was good fun. Good. Uh, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm alright. I've been decorating this week. I've been nice. off work all week, so as always, when I'm not at work, I'm usually painting something <laughs> in this house that never seems to end. It's like the fourth bridge. This house. That's all houses for you. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, done that. Looks alright. Brilliant. So all done. I've not bought as any Icelandic confectionery this good. week. Good. That's good. I did it. I say I was going to say I had the rest of it after okay. you'd gone, but I didn't. Right. I, I pulled the licorice out and ate the chocolate. Okay. And it was still rank because <laughs> it just tasted like licorice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have thought that, like, chocolate would absorb. No, it did, though. The taste of yeah, It properly infused it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, don't do that again. Okay. Well. It was funny yeah. listening to it when I was editing that. <laughs> I enjoyed that. It was good. <laughs> no, you can't bring anyone a present anymore. <laughs> you bring me a present whenever you want just not something that's rank <laughs> well, i didn't know that before we ate true. it true no that's true that's very true we didn't even know it was licorice before we ate it. no exactly Why listen to last week's wave if you're not sure what we're talking my about my icelandic's just not up to scratch <laughs> i'm afraid 
Shall we get on with some Netflix news? Sure, let's do it. Uh, Netflix movies. Oh, yeah. I've got a new strategy. Oh. Apparently. Okay. According to their executives. Apparently, Netflix movies are adjusting to a new set of realities. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? Well, they they are basically saying we're going to make less movies, but they're going to be bigger and better. Okay. So not one a week like they have been doing for the last couple of years. Well, they're still going to try and hit a movie a week. Right. So not fewer. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a mixed message. <laughs> but, I mean, this, this article that's in the Hollywood Reporter basically is, is some interviews with, with various bigwigs in Netflix and... and uh, uh, you know some of, some of those executives. Uh, Ted Sarandos, okay. one of the co-chief executives, says, "Cool name." Currently, we're releasing some of the most popular and most watched movies in the world. Just over the last few months, things like Don't Look Up and Red Notice and The Adam Project are examples of that. But our new directive is bigger, better, fewer. Small movies aren't going away, but they could become more niche and cater to a more passionate audience. Um. Bigger doesn't necessarily mean more $150 million movies. Uh, we think it's more like instead of making two movies for $10 million, you'll get one for 20 Okay. And it basically sounds like a bit of quality control, which... It's not a bad thing. I would say it's not a bad thing. <laughs> but, you, you know, the problem is, if Martin Scorsese still comes next time and says... I want 100 million to make my next gangster movie. Yeah. It's not like Netflix are going to go, okay, keep it to two hours. No, of course they're not. <laughs> Absolutely. And isn't that proper quality? That's, yeah. You just let somebody like Scorsese do whatever they want, though. Yeah. It's to stop films like some of the crap that we go through <laughs> getting made, isn't it? I don't know if we do many movies that are made for 10 or 20 million dollars. No, probably so. not. Uh, but, you know, who knows? I mean, they, they're. They've sort of said, look, we've got the Grey Man coming out. We've just spent 200 million on that. So it better be good. It better be good. Uh, they've got a huge deal, obviously, with uh, Ryan Johnson for Knives Out 2. Yep. I mean, the first Knives Out is a great film. It's a real coup. Didn't they Netflix give it? They give him like 500 million for yeah. two more movies or something. It's a real like coup that. to get that. Yeah. Oh, so, well, we'll see. Will Netflix movies get better? I mean, don't Hopefully make less. Red Notice 2. That'll help. Yeah, that'll save you some money. Spend that on something else would be my first piece of advice. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. We'll keep our eye on that. I don't think it means anything. At the end of the day, no, Netflix haven't got poor, have they? They're no. just... <laughs> uh, a bit of an update next on the password sharing experiment okay. in South America that Netflix have been uh, have been offering. This is, if you remember, if you want to offer or share your account with someone who lives somewhere else, then you have to pay a couple of extra dollars a month. Uh, one of the features on this, uh, which has sort of sort of uh, leaked out in the last last month or so, while uh, while they've been trying this in Peru, Chile, and Costa Rica, is that if you're a subscriber and notice some odd things are being watched on your profile and you suspect someone else is using your account, yeah. you can call Netflix up and they will hand you a verification code, which you then have to confirm with them 
and you will bypass paying that extra fee. Oh, okay. And it's also a way of weeding out, I suppose, you know, with your passwords being compromised. So that's not password sharing, that's password no. stealing. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's not the same as, you know, giving your brother Mobile your password. password. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's something that uh, is, well, kind of the next development. In it. I don't, you said a while ago, when we talked about this, you didn't think this would stick. Yeah. And I was unsure. Yeah. But I think I'm coming around to the fact <laughs> that this is probably not going to stick. I think I think what they're doing is trying to scare people into stopping doing it. And I think that's all they're really interested in. Yeah. If they can stop 10% of people doing it, then they've succeeded, haven't they? You're never going to stop it all. No. You're just not. Netflix are trying to let people go. But I think then having to hire a load of very highly paid techie people to work out how they will... Yeah, exactly. How do you do <laughs> How they will solve this problem seems to be a bit against the grain of what yeah. they've been trying to do. So. so what's stopping me having a Netflix account and then going to your house and using my account? This is, is it. Is that classed as me sharing masters with you? Or? So when I go away, if I'm away with yeah, work... Exactly. And I, I might watch it on a on my iPad or something. That's not password sharing. No, but that's what they're going to class as that. But I'm not in. I'm just away from my house. Yeah. How do you, how do you clamp down on that? You can't do. Yeah. That. That's what I mean. I just don't think anything's going to come of it. It's a tricky issue. It really is. We're going to be hearing a lot of it through the rest of the year. Yeah, I think so. We'll see how this goes. But it'll all come to naught. Next. Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big week for Johnny. Yeah. Um, it's coming to some money. Yeah, so I hear. I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of this thing because I haven't really followed it. I've, uh, I've followed it a little bit, not and, to any sort of expertise to it. No, same. I, I'm not going to make any ongoing commentary uh, because I, I don't really care. I think I think he hired better lawyers than she did and I think well, that's what it's come down to. On that, uh, it is quite it is this week that uh, one of the lawyers uh, that... Helped Johnny Depp in the background of yeah. his uh, recent court case was Catherine Catherine Zellner, okay, who was featured in the Netflix documentary Making a Murderer. Oh, really? <laughs> Apparently, Johnny Depp rang her up and said, "I've just watched Making a Murderer," and you said something like, um, "You know, if anyone uses me as a lawyer, I guarantee you won't be found guilty." And she was working on his case with his team. Wow! And she never actually played a part in the in the court proceedings she wasn't front and center but yeah he hired her off netflix basically <laughs> interesting yeah i suppose you can do that when you've got lots when of you, money yeah when you're johnny depp you can do whatever you want it appears <laughs> watch netflix documentary i think i think we might have seen the last of amber heard hopefully i seen a petition was going around yesterday to get was it camille vasquez johnny depp's lawyer Right. To get her the part in Aquaman 2 instead of Amber Heard. I thought that was really funny. It's been an interesting week. Some of the some of the video clips from the court case. Just it's like watching a comedy. Oh, show. they both seem just insane. They're both horrible they're both horrible people, yeah. but Johnny just has better lawyers. How can you have sympathy, right? Yeah, of any, of, any of these two rich people clinging mud at each other. It didn't other. matter to him the outcome of the case. What mattered was getting his reputation back and yeah. I think he's done that. I think he's he's won the world back over so why will we be punished by having to get another pirates of the caribbean movie <laughs> no one deserves that surely well, he won't make that now what would he say 300 million dollars and 100 million llamas <laughs> that's what he'd take it that's what he'd do only the first one that's any good the rest of them are all shite agreed controversial take but i agree <laughs> you know i love a cooking show on netflix i do you No, know i love, I queer, love queer eye yes well let's combine two of those things 
because Anthony Porosky, who is the food guy from Queer Eye, oh, yeah. is going to be hosting a Netflix cooking competition series. Queer cooking, nice. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not what it'll be called, <laughs> but that's that's actually not a bad idea. Um, <laughs> it's Easy Bake Battle. Okay. So everything on the show will be cooked in an Easy Bake oven. I was oven. just going to say, is that what it is? What a great idea. Which is like the kids... Um, it's a, they were never a big thing over here, no, really, but, were they? But it's like the kids' mini ovens, isn't it? Isn't it, it just a light bulb that gets but hot? Basically, yeah, I think so. How do you cook stuff with that? <laughs> um, the, the, yes, the very popular toy over in the States, and I'm sure other, other parts of the world as well. Uh, <laughs> easy Bake Battle spotlights home chefs who go head-to-head in two rounds of savoury and sweet challenging challenges using only an Easy Bake style oven. Style. The competition is not suited for children as the competitors compete for $25,000 in each <laughs> battle. The winner has a chance to win up to a hundred grand. Oh my God. The official synopsis reads, Life is complicated, but cooking doesn't have to be. Enter Easy Bake Battle, a new culinary competition series inspired by Hasbro's iconic Easy Bake Oven, featuring skilled and ultra-clever home cooks, all with a ton of heart and soul, facing off and using their most ingenious kitchen hacks to prove who can make the easiest, fastest, and most delicious food. Yeah. It just goes to show, if you can get a celebrity on board, you can get anything, <laughs> anything commissioned. I mean, it's it's getting a celebrity on board, which I actually think Anthony will be a good fit for this. Uh, you know, he, he's charismatic and lovely to look at. Uh, but <laughs> also, Hasbro are going to just go, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Do it. I mean... We'll, we'll sell some easy bake yeah, exactly. off the back of it. Job done. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, watch out uh, for the... Easy bake uh, well, this battle. Could, this could be a good real talk. What other toys can inspire reality TV? Sure, why not? <laughs> wow. Okay, that would be fun. He's my favourite of the queer eye guys. He's the only one I really know. Because I think has he done another cooking show before? I'm not sure. I feel like I've seen him do something other than queer eye. Possibly. Maybe. I might be wrong. So most of them have branched out a little on onto. Um, oh, Bobby did uh, the last series of. The glass blowing show, yeah, didn't he did. He? Yeah, uh, JVN's got his own various shows and stuff, so yeah, yeah. And Tam France, he had a fashion one, so yeah, yeah, they're yeah, pretty they're much all branched out. I'm all... sure he's done, I'm sure that guy's done a cooking yeah. show before. Uh, Netflix has announced uh, the cast and a synopsis for an upcoming animated adult animated uh comedy show, okay. Uh, it's called Farzar. That is spent, spelt F-A-R-Z-A-R. Farzar. It's from the guys who produced Brickleberry and Paradise PD. Okay. First season of 10 episodes. D- Dana Snyder, it will voice the main three characters, and Lance Reddick has joined the cast. Oh, I love Lance Reddick. He's, he's got such a voice. He's got a lovely voice. He has. And I think he'll be perfect for, <laughs> well, <laughs> anything, basically. Yeah, basically. I, he can definitely read me. A bedtime story. Do you remember when he turned up towards the end of Lost and he was just like creepy and weird? Yeah, and then they didn't use him at all. No, but yes, yeah. he's, he's <laughs> like, you will. Lance Reddick's been in like every TV, major yeah. TV show of the last 10 years. Fringe, probably the biggest one he was in. That was great. I loved that. Uh, the official synopsis is from the creators of Brickleberry and Paradise PD, Roger Black and Waco O'Gwin comes the outrageous sci-fi animated comedy series, Farza. Egotistical human warrior Renzo liberated the planet Farzar from the evil alien Bazarak, 
and then established a human settlement under a huge dome, becoming the Tsar of Farzar. <laughs> the Tsar of Farzar. Years later, the planet is attacked by evil aliens and Renzo's well-meaning and not-so-bright son, Prince Faisal, ventures out with his special crew, Shat, the special hostile assault team. <laughs> Made from a human soldier turned cyborg, clashing conjoined twins, an unhinged scientist and a highly incapable mutant. There you go. Sounds crazy. Sounds, sounds like a lot of fun. fun. Lance Reddick's in the new Resident Evil thing as well, isn't yes. it? Netflix has come in. Yeah. I genuinely can't keep track of all the various Resident Evil. It's madness. <laughs> it really is. It's like the... Um, or did you see the list of all the Star Wars projects that are in production yeah. at Disney Plus? Yeah. There's like 20. Yeah, but at least they're all turning up on Disney Plus. Yeah. Resident <laughs> Evil seems to pop all over the place. It does. Okay, last bit of Netflix news. Okay. Before we move on to some other stuff. You can now go and find, at your leisure, the trailer for Kevin Hart's new Netflix movie. The Man from Toronto. I watched this trailer uh, yesterday. Yeah. It's quite good. I thought, do you know what? This looks like fun. Yeah, it does. Trailer. It does look like fun. Uh, They're both bankable characters. Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Woody Harrelson's great. Kevin Hart's usually great. Yeah. Uh, I think it sounds pretty good. So uh, Kevin Hart plays Teddy, a screw-up salesman who thinks he's arriving at a holiday cabin he rented on Airbnb. But he's mistaken for a lethal, ruthless assassin known only as the man from Toronto and is launched into a world of danger and violence. But funny violence. <laughs> uh, directed by Patrick Hughes, who directed The Hitman's Bodyguard, but hopefully that won't put us off. <laughs> <laughs> the first Hitman's Bodyguard's all right. The second one wasn't. Was the one out last year? Yeah, that was the second one. It got snuck out, didn't it? Was that the Hitman's Bodyguard Bodyguard? Or Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard's bodyguard, Cousin or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> the first one's not too bad. Uh, Netflix actually... Although they have a contract with Hart now, this one is is a movie they actually bought off Sony. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, you know, which I guess wasn't... Well, Sony would rather take the money than yeah. punt it out into cinemas. Yeah. But, but yeah, like you say, I, th- I thought the trailer, trailer looked okay. It did. It looks, looks quite entertaining. I love Woody Harrison. He's usually pretty good value, yeah, he's isn't he? bankable, it? isn't he? You can pretty much rely on him for anything you want. I've got three really great stories coming up now. Okay. <laughs> Tease me. That... And they were all going to be like the this and finally story, right? But this room, but I just put them all in because I really like them all. Okay, uh, this we can do three. This next movie that we're just about to talk about sounds absolutely fucking bonkers. Patrick crazy. Do you like Macaulay Culkin? Oh yeah, he has signed up for a movie. Oh really? Called Rich Flu, right? And is it a sequel to Richie Rich? Richie. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> it sounds like a proper movie. It, it not only will star Macaulay Culkin, yeah. it will also star Rosamund Pike. Okay. And Daniel Bruhl. Bruhl. Uh, is it directed by Galda Gaztelu Urita? Easy for you to say. He is the Spanish director whose last movie was the Netflix, well, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it was Netflix produced, uh, sci fi movie The Platform. Oh, yeah, that was great. I had a lot of fun with that. Rich Flu is about a disease (laughs) that springs up from nowhere in the world, but affects only the mega wealthy. (laughs) How does that happen? What a great idea. That should happen. 
starts, it says, says according to the synopsis, starts at Elon Musk level and gradually works its way down the global rich list, which leads to economic chaos via a massive scramble for people selling off their assets. To try and not be rich anymore. Yeah. Clever. With extreme wealth redistribution suddenly seeming like the best way to stay alive. What a clever idea. I do think that sounds awesome. To be fair, the platform's about a wealth distribution yeah. as well. That's pretty much what it's all about. Yeah. He's got a thing for it. But that does sound awesome. You well, could have so much fun with that concept, yeah, I think. You really could. Like it's like twenty eight days mate uh twenty eight days later meets Brewster's millions. <laughs> Try and be, try and end up being poor so you yeah. don't get ill. Yeah, oh, that's a, such a clever idea. Because you 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 could generally go, you could have loads of funny set pieces yeah. and also some proper horror in there. Yeah, uh, I, I want to, then. I want Rich Flu to be made already. So I, can watch it. I want to watch it now, especially with Macaulay Culkin in it. What a great idea! Maybe he is playing Richie Rich. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh. I'd love the rights to Richie Rich have become available so that you can. Uh, he can do that. <laughs> he's looking good, old Macaulay. Looking, uh, sorted himself out by the looks of it. Looking yeah, he's married to a, a bottom of the stream alumni. Is he? Yeah. Who's he married to these days? Uh, Brenda Song. What's she been in? She, we watched her in that terrible film last season. The boring <laughs> film. Secret Obsession? Yes. Oh. The main lady out there. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he looks like he sorted himself out. Good for him. Looks good. Looking healthy. Okay. Next. Uh, have you heard about Dashcam? Um, I know what a Dashcam is. Oh, have you heard about the movie? No. Well, there's been some controversy this week. UK cinema chain View yep. has denied cancelling screenings of this horror film due to its offensive content. Now, okay. they're denying it despite the director of said movie, Rob Savage, having been sent an email from a View employee a copy of an email from the company saying that all screenings of Dashcam had been cancelled due to contents of the movie which may offend our audience. But they're denying that that's what they've done. Yes. Uh, A VIEW spokesperson has said, our decision not to screen Dashcam was informed purely by the commercial conditions not being viable. Uh, The statement continues, we are currently investigating the cause of the incorrect information about our rationale for not screening this film. And we are sorry for any confusion that this has caused. This is a great publicity (laughs) scheme. Do you know what? The director, Mr. Savage himself said, thank you for your question regarding Dashcam. I have received feedback. Uh, Oh, this is, yeah, this is what he's, yeah, yeah, the, the response he got. Um, the fake response um, it says yeah we've decided we won't be showing Dashcam at any of our movies due to the contents at any of our cinemas due to the contents of the movie um, we at View believe in diversity and any movie which may offend audiences we may decide to no longer show at the last second without notice and he posted that, that uh, so they've sent shot. him that well someone who works for View sent him okay. that uh, and then they seem to have about turned or it was a fake email that's right that that screams publicity stunt yeah well savage has then since tweeted 
Uh, apparently, View Cinemas have cancelled the screenings because it's too offensive. If that doesn't make you want to watch this, what will? <laughs> That's all you I want, have no idea it? what it is or what it's about, but it's made me want to watch it. Uh, well, it says the film is shot on an iPhone. It follows a musician who, depressed by a pandemic lifestyle in Los Angeles, breaks quarantine to go to London to see her friend. Things soon take a turn for the deranged uh, when Annie decides to live stream her actions for online viewers. Okay, it sounds a bit like Spree. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? A few it? years ago with uh, yeah. the man from Stranger Things. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows what the truth is? But yeah, great publicity either way. Hmm. I might try and see if I can track that down. It looks quite good. To be fair. Yeah. Good synopsis. It feels like it's the sort of thing that would be up your street. Yeah, it is. Cheap. That cheap horror movie is in my my bag. That's what I like. Next, last last one. Uh, last one for me. I think you've got one, haven't you? After so. Oh, yeah. More details on the forthcoming Barbie movie. Yeah. Well, not really. Uh, but Simu Liu just uh, shared a story this week. I don't know if this is TMI. Okay. But he's had a full body wax. Ooh. And says it's been the most painful thing he's done. I can imagine it is. Now, rumours have now come out that uh, he is playing Ken, but so is Ryan Gosling. Oh, and you're going to get multiple Kens. Yeah, he says, uh, waxing's been an education. (laughs) I have a newfound admiration for incredibly brave women. But it was the only way that he could get his plastic-like sheen. (laughs) Uh, He's also described the movie as wild and incredibly unique. I mean, look, the more I hear about this movie... Yeah. The more I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, I think it sounds I like, feel like it's just going to be balmy. It sounds like they're swinging for the fences yeah, with this it really Barbie does. movie. It just sounds like it's going to be crazy. It really sounds like it's yeah. going to be crazy. Summer 2023, so. Nice. Not that far away. I'm excited. Yeah. Simu Liu. Yeah. Shaven. Like a shaven <laughs> baby. Cool. So I just wanted to briefly mention the Netflix, the Stranger Things viewing figures. Have you, yes. Have you seen this? I, I I did see this, yeah. It's crazy numbers. Yeah, big time. Big time. So in the opening weekend of the first release of Stranger Things, season four, they clocked up 286.79 million viewing hours, which smashed Netflix's previous record for Bridgerton's sophomore season, which were, which only received 193 million yeah. viewing hours. It became, it hit the top 10 in all of 90, all 93 of Netflix's areas that it covers that's crazy and went to number one in 83 of them yeah that's big numbers yeah it's huge. you can see why they've planned exactly where they wanted stranger things to come out i think but also every episode's four hours long yeah so, <laughs> so it should be yeah it really should <laughs> which i suppose brings us straight into have you watched anything good at the top of this i've not watched stranger things yet. i've watched the first three episodes of I, it. I, i'm doing it this weekend i've not not quite started yet the only problem is all the episodes are a movie's length yeah so you can only watch one a night you can't binge two or three because yeah. it'd be like three in the morning yeah have a really late night even if you just do two yeah so i've done i've done three over three days and honestly it's been much better than i was expecting cool i was it's it feels like it's grown up a little bit it feels right. a bit more adulty the kids have definitely grown up yeah. Yeah, because I've said this, I think, previously. I've got to the end of every Stranger Things season and thought, I really enjoyed that. Like, properly really enjoyed it. Yeah. But I don't know if I need another one. Yeah. But but then by the time I'm two episodes in, I've gone, no, fine. fully in. Yeah, let's let's go nuts with this. It just has some some sort of 
hold over me, I think. I think it's just really well made. Yeah. Oh, it is. I mean, all, all the money is there up on screen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You can see the money in it. So it's basically 30 million an episode, I reckon, this, yeah. this season. Movie budget. Yeah. Movie budget episodes. Movie length episodes. Yeah. The episode three is only an hour long. So it's like, oh, we have a bit of a rest after <laughs> this one. But no, I've, I've been really impressed with the first three, but they have all grown up. Yeah, I can't wait to start. Noah Schnapp, who plays Will, is massive. No, he's okay. like proper stacked. And he was like the little weedy youngest one. Because it carries straight on from the... It's it's about... It's a few months later, I think. Season. I think there's been a time break in the show. Uh, yeah, but, but months. Months, yeah, yeah. Not three years. But I think it's going to be weird when you watch it as a... If somebody ever binge watches it when it's all finished. Yeah. To watch them grow up quite quickly. It's, between season three and four... They're going to have grown a lot. Yes, because... <laughs> and between four and five is going to be even worse, because... Because if I recall, this was shot reasonably soon after three. Yeah. As in within a year. But, but then it's been it's been on the shelf being edited and all that for, stuff. Yeah, for it's been years. on the shelf for two years, I think. Yeah. So season five now, they're all even older now. That, so they actually will have... Real time will have caught up a bit. So yeah. by the time they roll on season five, it's probably two years, yeah. if not more, since they've they got to. They've four. got. They're going to have to do a time jump between four and five. I think. Yeah. Five's the last one, isn't it? Yes. Okay. They're all going to be four hours long. Those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have to be. <laughs> have you watched anything else? What have you been watching? Uh, I have completed somebody feed Phil. Oh, so have I. I I watched them all. Yeah. It was wonderful. Tried to really space them out. Failed. Well, no, I think three nights, I think. Yeah, I think I did it in three nights. I did the last two together. Yeah. It's, it really made me want to go to... I want to do that road trip between Portland, Maine and Portland, Oregon. Yeah, so it's only like 3,000 miles. Yeah. Imagine that's such a cool road trip yeah. to do. Th- those two Portland episodes are brilliant. They're yeah, both, they're both of those cities look amazing. Yeah. The Madrid one was good as well, to be fair. And the Mexican one looked great. Oaxaca. Oaxaca. That did look one. great, yeah. That, that looked great. Yeah, I've, I've well, actually, and that, I think you hit on something there because obviously it's a food show. Yes, and you know, Phil Rosenthal's got this amazing way about him, and he kind of makes everyone who he talks to stars as well. Yes, because they just bounce off him. Yeah, but we never actually really mention just how well it's shot. Yeah, it's really well made. The cities look great. Yeah, they really do, and he always goes to a market, which always makes the city look nice. Yeah. And then, there's a lot of like rooftop drony type shots yeah. as well, and and actually you think what did, we've never. I, I was thinking this the other day. We've never mentioned all the times we've talked about the show. We've never really mentioned it looks great. You it know, does. the it's, cinematography on it is top notch. It's a really well made show. Yeah, and it makes me hungry. <laughs> it really makes me want to go to everywhere he goes to. Yeah, it just really does. I'd love to just do go, a food. Go and have an adventure. I'd love to do a food food pilgrimage to somewhere. <laughs> And just go and try all the best food in a city. I mean, I had the knowledge bomb dropped on me in the Madrid episode where he asked the question, where they were going on the tapas tour. Yeah. And Phil asked the question that I was thinking when they kept getting served these gigantic plates of food. Yeah. And he said, oh, I thought tapas was small plates. And his tour guide said, no, everyone thinks that. Tapas just means you share it. Doesn't matter oh, how okay. much. This Doesn't matter how big it is. <laughs> well, At which point they were then given enormous. like a tomahawk <laughs> steak. Yeah, one of those steaks was enormous. <laughs> so yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was really. I, did, I hope it just keeps going forever. Yeah, I just want it to just keep going forever. Yeah, he's got a podcast now. Has he? Yeah, just started a couple of weeks ago. Oh, cool. What doing food and stuff? Yes, it's not. It's not associated with next Netflix or the show, but it is a food 
Yeah, he's probably Somebody pod film. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> oh, check that out. But I will... I've not listened to it either, but I will we'll have a look. Stop look advertising other podcasts on our podcast. Yeah, sorry, but he doesn't need the help. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, unless you want to mention us, Phil, then that's yeah, fine. feel free. Please feel free. <laughs> Anything else? I've watched the first couple of episodes, two, three, three, three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. Uh, Any good? Do you know what? Yeah, quite. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I th- I, it's hooked me in. Good. Uh, I'm not a huge Star Wars I, I used to be, used to be, yeah. like when I was a lot younger. You say um, this and then you watch every Star Wars TV show that comes out. So. Yeah, but they're quite short and I yeah. can usually just bung them bung on while on. I'm cooking the dinner or do something yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, it's good. It's got some very familiar faces that turn up. I won't spoil it. <laughs> uh, Ewan McGregor's pretty good. That actually give him some stuff to do. Good. That's always nice, isn't it? Yeah. They're just... It's st- <laughs> I always find it really funny. People get really... What I don't like about Star Wars yeah. is people who like Star Wars. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> because they get really precious about it. And I'm just like, this is mindless fucking popcorn TV. Yeah. And it's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. There's no like... It's not like... Yeah. A big thing. But, don't... But it is to them. It's like... <laughs> It, it, just I'm, enjoy it what, oh, somebody mentioned what their fandom's called the other day and I really, the fandom menace yeah. I really like that I really like that because it's true but uh, I'm not a big Star Wars guy and I've, I haven't seen any of these prick about it, is there? no exactly I haven't seen any of these shows yet and I'm, I'm not fussed I don't think I will I can totally understand that because you've now got quite a few racked up haven't you yeah and it's like, well, where do I do I start? Do I need to start at the start? I'm not, I'm not that bothered. Oh, I don't know if I'm getting a bit. I don't know if I'll fall off the Marvel stuff a bit because yeah, there's that as well. I've not seen like, I've not seen all the movies. I missed a couple of the most recent movies. I've not seen the Moon Knight. I've never watched the finale of that. I watched the whole series. Oh, did never, you? Never seen the last one yet. <laughs> okay, I just keep forgetting. I just haven't watched it. No particular. I've not even started it. So I, yeah, but. I suppose they don't care, you know. The, you, not everyone has to watch everything. Yeah, dip in. Moon Knight disappeared up its own ass. The Did first it. episodes were the first two or three were really good. Yeah, and it was like, what? What is this? And I was just yeah, it lost me. My only criticism, well, my criticism criticism of Obi Wan would be, it's cool to see that all these famous characters come back. Yeah. But it's difficult to feel the jeopardy because you, you know that they're around in the future. Yeah, you know what's happening. You know, you know how it ends up. So these franchises are really stuck, aren't they? In the whole, do we do the nostalgia, or do we strike out and do something new under the that's the a, banner you, of this franchise? When you do a prequel franchise, you you you've always got an end game. Yeah. So we can't really do anything too shocking. But hey ho. But look, it looks nice. It's fed by the Disney machine. It came, out, all right, it came it? out on the same day as Stranger Things, didn't it? Did. it? And it was, there was a no contest of which one I was watching. Yeah. So I think that says it all. That's fine. Good. Awesome. Anything else from you? Yes, I watched a film on Saturday night. Oh, lovely. I watched Chaos Walking. Okay. Which is Tom Holland and Daisy... Ridley. Ridley. Yeah. I can't think of her. So we have Star Wars people. It's shit. 
Is it? Yeah. I've heard it's a bit odd. It had a real troubled production. It's dropped onto Netflix, hasn't it? It has dropped onto Netflix, yeah. It had a real troubled production. It was in production for about three years. Okay. It's just bad, man. Wait, is this the... I've seen clips that they're just running through a jungle. Yeah, you can... They can... What's the, what's the story? They're not in Earth. They're not on Earth. They've okay. escaped Earth to this other land that looks like Earth. And when they landed, all the men could read each other's thoughts. Okay. So the men always knew what... And then all the women, for some reason, disappeared. And there's no women. Tom Holland's never seen a woman in his life. Okay. And then a woman turns up. Oh, and he has to try and protect her and look after her and get away. But she can't read his thoughts. He can't read her thoughts. And then... But everybody else can read his thoughts. And he can't really hide it very well. That's really boring. <laughs> and I love Tom Holland. You know how much I love Tom Holland. I've, there's, I've talking to Ross the other day and I was like, I've watched everything he's ever made, I think, pretty much. But it sounds, that one's bad, man. <laughs> it sounds like quite a high concept sci-fi yeah and then just i think the production was so so troubled that it just tempered what the film was supposed to be it's based on a series of novels i think right okay so they had a story already but yeah it was pretty bad i started watching it the other week and i stopped because i remembered there was another film i wanted to watch so (laughs) i turned it off and then I, i carried it on this saturday night and i probably shouldn't have bothered yeah it's bad don't watch that it's boring okay fine I um, I've not I've not got the details on these. I just thought I'd mention. I read a couple of interesting things this week. Okay. One was an article about a guy who during the pandemic, so started during the pandemic, but basically in the last year, so it's about people who logging movies, so okay. sort of letterbox type uh, stats. Uh, there was one guy in Britain who watched, I think it was one thousand and twenty eight movies in the last twelve months. What? <laughs> That's a lot. That's yeah. like three a day. Yeah, yeah. He said, well, some days, because he watched a lot of old horror as well, yeah. like the Hammer stuff. He said, oh, I could do six, seven of them in a day because they're quite short. <laughs> what? I suppose <laughs> if you're working from home, though, and you're just sitting on a laptop, you can have your telly on. In the yeah, he was like, oh, I, got, I, I, put on, I was put on furlough and I just thought I'd sit and watch movies. Like, he had, he's married and, married and everything. He was, he was like, yeah, my wife just let me to it. I don't understand so. how people have the time. <laughs> I, I live on my own I've got no dependents and I don't have time I can watch one Stranger Things at night <laughs> and I don't have time to do anything so how is that's and madness on the other side of that same coin yeah I read an article about a guy um, who'd watched one <laughs> who'd watched the hunt for the wilder people every single day for 365 days <laughs> <laughs> that's insane that's not which normal which is more insane that that <laughs> that's mad and he said it started by accident because they watched it once, really liked it. Yeah. And and he's like, I'm going to watch that again today. And this happened for like five days. And once he was like a week in, decided, right, I'm going to watch this every day for a year. And did it. Shit. It makes a great film. <laughs> That's insane. I've, there's, po- there's podcasts that do it, aren't there? There's a couple of podcasts about, I think. that There's a Fast and the Furious podcast that just watches watch the Fast and the Furious over and over. And over and just yeah. watch the franchise. Yeah. So if you're doing Find it for that things. excuse, that's fine. But wow, that's insane. Is there a film? It's, there's a review on Letterboxd every day. R- really? He's yeah. reviewed it every day? Yeah. Is there a and, film that you could do it with? And some of them are just like, oh, it's like day 90. Why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm questioning my life. Uh, could, oh. oh, could we leave that? Should we do that on next week's Real Talk? Yeah. Yeah, let's put it out there now. Yeah. 
That's next week's real talk. What film would you, or what film what, would you if, attempt? If you had to watch a film every day for the next year, which film would you choose? Yeah, I'll give it some <laughs> And then we'll make somebody it do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, would you, oh, hate's a strong word, but... You'd end up hating it, surely. Oh, you wouldn't be far off, would you? It depends what it is. Yeah, but through 365 times. Especially if you had a busy day, you've done something, and you've got, oh, God, leave two hours to watch, watch this, this movie. Again. I can't do whatever, because I've got to sit and watch this movie. Could you and do it's, it? it's cheating to watch it like two and a half times, you know, yeah. double the speed or whatever. Could you do it from like 10 to midnight and then midnight to two and that's your two days done? Oh, God. <laughs> Just watch it twice in a row. <laughs> then you look at the, the rest of your day through. We'll do that. next. That can be next week's Real Talk. Okay. Deal. Talking of Real Talk, should we get into it? Are we done? Yeah, let's do Real let's Talk. Do some real Talk. So this is our new feature where we put out a topic for discussion onto the socials. On a Tuesday, it's turning out to be on a Tuesday, and uh, and then we'll come on here and talk about it, discuss it. So this week's Real Talk topic was, if you could bring back any cancelled or ended TV show for one episode, what would it be and what would happen? Did we have any responses, Nick? Yeah, should we start with the Discord? Always. Our friends in the Discord. Come and join us if you want to. The link will be in the show notes. We'll start there. Uh, Wayno says, Santa Clarita Diet. Good choice. I would end it properly. That's a cop-out answer because you're supposed to... Uh, the idea was to say what you wanted to happen in that episode, not just end it. Our friend Ross Cook, the unofficial or official third member of the crew. Yeah, I think it's official. Who does all our art. He's a hero. Uh, and he's an all-round legend. He is an all-round legend. Gave... Very indecisive guy. Four answers. <laughs> it's becoming a tradition. Again, not achieving the brief. <laughs> Keeping up his streak. Uh, Santa Clarita diet. I'd explain the zombie balls and give Sheila and Joel a happy ending. Jupiter's legacy. A one-off that would uh, steer the show closer to the comics and close it out. I'd like to see an ending for Jupiter's legacy. I think that's a good show. Daybreak. A fun show that needs an ending. That's very true. That was a shame when that got axed. And his non-Netflix answer, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Uh, his version would end with Buffy running Slayer Incorporated, where she manages all the Slayers the world over. Yeah. I've never seen Buffy. Really? No. So so I'd, I think I've seen most of it, because when it used to be on like our BBC Two over here. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I can say I've seen all of it, because I don't think I sat and... I don't know why I it never all. watched it, but when I was younger, I never got into it. Yeah, because it, it would have been up your street. Yeah, it would have. I just never, never did. There's some great, yeah, there's some great, uh, great episodes of Buffy. Great show. What about, uh, what about from other? Twitter, we had some answers Social up. medias. Uh, Ash Stain, he came back and said, Dinotopia. If you any idea what Dinotopia was? Vaguely. I had a vague was memory Was it like a it. cheap sky thing where, like, it's in the future, but dinosaurs? Yes. Or in the past, but with people? And dinosaurs. <laughs> I think it was like a, some guys crashed onto a lost island and there was dinosaurs there. Right. It's a TV show. There's only three episodes from 2002. So Ash is proper like gone back in time for this because he's not much older than that himself. David Fwellis was in it with um, Wentworth Miller. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and he's just put, he needs an ep- another episode of it and it needs to have better acting than the original series. Ash has got a thing for dinosaurs. That's two weeks in a row he's come back. So he came back with Camp Cretaceous last week. It's a good streak. Keep it going. Keep it. I've, I've challenged him to keep Based it Based on going, a series so of books. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. I, I do. I vaguely remember it. 
vaguely remember it. It's a good shout. It's a deep cut. It is a very deep cut. I had to look it's, it up. It's what I would expect. I do know much. what it is. I know the name, but I'd never heard of it. Well, I had heard of it, obviously. And then Andrew came back with Citizen Smith going even further back. That's another deep cut. <laughs> but he is a really old man. <laughs> That was uh, Robert Lindsay, wasn't it? It was Robert Lindsay, yeah. It was like a revolution. Walk around wasn't it? Fulham and... Yeah. Yeah. Power to the people. That's it. Uh, he said the revolution does happen in his episode. Okay. So that's, oh, like, this is a good topic. <laughs> I, you know, good, it's good work, people. I don't think we had any responses on Instagram. I tried. I, <laughs> I'm certain I put a response on. And I think I'm almost... I'm certain the app even said well, response sent. Well, if you did, I don't know how to get so it. So either I failed to use it or you failed to retrieve it. I'm not sure which. I've gone into my uh, our message history with you and there's nothing there. Okay. So I don't know what you've done. None of us really know how to use Instagram. <laughs> with, it's one of these old people things. What was your what was your message? I'm going with a deep cut as well. Okay. I'm going back to the 80s. Oh, wow. I'm going, Way back. I'm going animated. Yeah. And I could going with Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay. The cartoon series. Right. Because it got cancelled and the kids never got home. Oh, no way. They were left. <laughs> really? Fighting for themselves in amongst said Dungeons and Dragons. So they're just stuck there now forever. Yeah. So apparently uh, it did have a, a scripted final episode in which they got home. It was never mm. made. Okay. Uh, so we'll make that, please. So I remember watching that. it okay. when I was a kid. Do you watch that show? Yeah, yeah, I did. And uh, yeah, they never made it back. Ah. So make that, please. That, okay. that will be mine. Deal. What about you? Um, I used to watch a show going back turn of the century. Right. Wait, 2003, I think-ish. It was called Las Vegas. Yes. With James Caan and Josh DeMar- Josh DeHamel yeah. and Nick Cannon. That never ended. That okay. got cancelled on a to be continued. Oh, no. After, I think James Caan got shot. And James, Josh DeHamel and his missus were being stalked by somebody. Okay. And they walked off screen and then it said to be continued. And it never got continued. <laughs> so I'd like that to end. Because I, I, that was like 10 series. I remember well. you. Yeah, I you was like well that into that. I was yeah. proper into that. It was when the writer's strike happened. Okay. It got cancelled then because nobody, it never came back because of that. It was the casualty of the writer's strike. Yeah. So I'd like that to come back for one episode. I did consider Glow, but that was my answer last week, so I thought I couldn't have it again. <laughs> yeah, we need, an, we need an ending for Glow. Although that, that didn't not end. It just, we know there was more planned. Yeah, it just so. fizzled away. Yeah. We always said when Lost was on that we'd want, they, there should be one more episode of Lost where John Locke's just sitting in an armchair explaining what the fuck happened. <laughs> <laughs> just sits there and just tells you all the answers. So I'd, li- I'd like to make that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't hate the, the, the ending of that as much as a lot of people, but no, fucking hell, you could have tied some more stuff up. Lads. I think the ending of Lost is beautiful, but I, I just like, I think everything is answered in Lost. I think you just have to find the answers yourself. And I'd, so I'd like somebody to sit down and find them for me. I don't necessarily agree. I, I, I think you can make up some answers. I don't think they're necessarily answered there are, by the people who made the show. There are answers there. You just, you know, they're not maybe as robust as they should have been. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, I would say Dexter, but that has now had its ending. That Somebody did this for Dexter. Yes, quite. <laughs> they got themselves a new series and made a decent ending for it. And that now has an ending, yep. which is nice. So I think, that's I some think good, of anything else. No, so, that's some good answers from you. across the board there. Thank you to everybody who answered and got involved with yeah. that. It was good. For, I, I'm really enjoying Real Talk. Yeah. And we've already got next week's now already forgot it what it was but we've got it now <laughs> it's uh no it's been some good interaction across all the all platforms. the socials we're gonna we need to get more onto reddit 
Okay. So I feel like that's... Didn't we get thrown off there once before? We did get thrown off there once before. So you have to be careful with Reddit. Maybe we'll send our minions out so they can do it for us. <laughs> yeah, cool. No, that's that's really good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, next week, start your start your uh, thinking. Get your thinking caps on. What, what was the question? What movie? If you had to mo- watch a movie every day oh, yeah, for a year, what movie, what movie would, would you would choose you and why? I have got something that's that's immediately dropped into my so head. So high, to be honest. But I need to give it some thought as to whether... Do I want to risk hating that once yeah. the year is up? What's that breaking news thing just happened? Something's just broke. Uh, Queen's, Queen's, oh, Queen's got... wrong with the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you can, you're 96, you can have a sit down. Yeah, Mike. sit down, chick. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to film? <laughs> I think I'd want to film that's a bit of a brain fuck. That right. you can really get into the thinking behind it and the you, history. So of it. right, with well, Phil, we're already tri- well, right. We'll go for this next week. I I think you either need something that you can find on multiple viewings, a lot of different things to, or you need something brainless. I don't think I think I'd hate that more. <laughs> but let's get into this next week because we're uh, there's no point doing two real talks <laughs> in one week. Cool. So that's the brain. That's the real talk. Okay. Done. And dusted. Good Great. answers. Thanks for getting involved. If you want to join us Discord, us Discord? If you want to join us Discord, <laughs> the links will be in the show notes and you can come and join that little community we've got going in there. We've got a watch along coming up yeah. in a week and a bit next yeah. Sunday. So this Sunday coming as this episode comes out. So if yeah. you want to get in there before then, we're going to watch Robert. Yeah, do come and join the Discord because there's loads of back and forth and yeah, it's just day. really good chat and everyone's really nice and Everybody you'll make some new friends. You will. And, and you one can talk of about movies. One of them's a really talented artist, so you can get him to do some cool drawings for <laughs> We've got all sorts of cool people in there. Yeah. I love it. It's the first thing I check when I wake up in the morning. Cool. It's great. Good fun. Anything else? I do have a game. Oh. Should we do a game? Let's do a game. And finishes off quite nicely. Do you like Australians? Yeah. Good. I've only met a few. Okay. All right. Do I need to open that link or are you going to do it? Uh, I we, we, we might open that link after the game is done. Okay, cool. Uh, if if this sparks con- some interest. I've got a game about Australians. Do you know why? Why? <laughs> because on Thursday, on this very feed, you will find our movie show episode. You will. Uh, where we are talking about the Netflix original movie, The Land of Steady Habits. That movie stars... Ben Mendelsohn. It does indeed. He is an Australian. Is he? Yes. Cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. Really? No. Okay, good research. <laughs> uh, so I have done some good research for this episode, <laughs> but I didn't know that. So we are playing Higher or Lower, Down Under. So... I will give you an Australian. Okay. And according to a list on uh, some website magazine that I can't remember because I didn't write it down, uh, <laughs> the list of the top 25 biggest Australian stars, you have to tell me, is the next one higher or lower? The, as like famous Australians? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so I will start you off with a mid... So it's, it's the top 25 yep. according to this list. So I'll start you off somewhere in the middle. Okay. Just to be fair. Sounds good. Guy Pearce is your starter. Okay. Formerly of Neighbours. Yeah. And now Hollywood. <laughs> is Rebel Wilson higher Ooh. or lower in the top 25 Australian star list than Guy Pearce? Oh, that's a tough one. 
Um, I think she's going to be close. But Do you I want th- the number? Will that help? Yeah, what was Guy Pearce? 15. Okay. So, Rebel Wil- is Rebel Wilson in the top 15 Australians? No, I think she'll be lower. Correct. Yes. 24 out of 25. Oh, I thought it'd be closer than that, to be fair. Uh, that probably shouldn't have told you that. This might help. All right, okay. <laughs> no, never, never mind. We're, we're just having fun. Ooh, okay, right, okay. Ooh. Paul Hogan. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee himself. Hulk's brother. Higher or lower than Rebel Wilson? Well, considering there's only one place below Rebel Wilson, I'm going to go higher just on law of averages. Correct. Yes. Where was he? Seven. Seventh most famous Australian. <laughs> this is always biggest star. <laughs> wow. They were, big, they were who's... big movies. Yeah, but that's all he's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Flipper. He was, was he? In, yeah, with a young Elijah what's, Wood. What's the one where he plays an angel? Touch of an angel. Or... No. Oh, what's that called? That's a really good film. <laughs> so, there you go. Touched Caught, by an angel. He's, he's been, is it something like that? <laughs> is that a TV show? No. I, know, I remember Paul Hogan being an angel. I do remember. I, do, I know you're not making that up. He was definitely. I'm going to look it up while you give me the next one. What number was he at? Uh, seven. Le- obviously legendary. It feels to me. Just, Almost an angel. It feels to me that like, in this world of remakes and reboots, Maybe the boat's been missed on a crocodile Dundee. Paul Paul Hogan handing over the baton to a younger. Yeah. Why has nobody ever redone? <laughs> How old's Paul Hogan now? He's got to be well old. I don't, I don't know. Probably like, is he older than the Queen? <laughs> what year was the Queen born? <laughs> Just like 96. I don't think he's, no, he's that, not old. that old. He was born in 1939. Oh, wow. Okay. So he's in his 80s. Right. Anyway, we're getting distracted. Sorry. Uh, the, <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. Oh, Higher or lower than Paul Hogan? Um, lower. It's higher. Is it really? She's top five. No way. Four. She's not four. four. Wow. I mean, you, she was a singer as well, didn't she? She had some big, big yeah. pop hits internationally. Yeah, but it seems high, doesn't it? Kylie, Jason, Russell Crowe. <laughs> Surely they're the top three. Well, we might have a look <laughs> after this. Uh, okay. So, higher or lower than Olivia Newton-John? Russell Crowe. Oh, just said that. <laughs> um, higher. Correct. He had to be. He's got to be in the top, I reckon, number three. He is number three. <laughs> I, I tell you, I'm, I think Kylie and Jason are number one and number two. Last one. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, I'd forgotten about the Hemsworths. They're not going to be number one or number two. Lower. He is Lower. I think surprisingly low, according to this list, 11th. No, really? Not even break the top 10. Wow. It's Thor. Surely these it's days... well famous. In the current world, though, he's the most famous Australian, surely. As of today. I, I'd say he's... He's up- more famous today than Paul Hogan is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you went and asked my cousin who Paul Hogan was, he would have no clue. No, exactly. But he would know who Chris Hemsworth was. I've just made up this mysterious cousin. I don't know who this <laughs> is. I only have one male cousin, and he probably doesn't even know who Chris Hemsworth is. Uh, yeah, well, good. That was fun. That was fun. I think that I got them all right, didn't I? Uh, just the Olivia, Olivia oh, Newton-John was a bit of a Olivia spanner Newton in the works. I, I want to know who was number one. Uh, Quack opened that link. Do I need to open that link? Yeah, which I didn't put a link in for. Yeah, so you, you, you just to give me a link. I'm not actually linked it to anything. <laughs> do, let's do the top ten. Sam Worthington, the, the you know, who you, th- you think is called Chris. He's 25th. <laughs> so. Let's just go through them all. So he's the 25th, Rebel Wilson's 24th, Liam Hemsworth's 23rd, 
stats. Pie, he's never done anything. Simon Baker. Yeah, he was the mentalist. That was on TV oh, for like that was good though. about 20 years, wasn't it? Rachel Griffiths. 21. 21. Rose Byrne, 20th. Hugo Weaving. I didn't even know he was Australian. 19th. No, no, no. 19th. No, 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 no. 19th. 18th. Isla Fisher. Her of Home and Away fame and married to Sasha Bowen Curran fame. Naomi Watts, 17th. Yep. Keith Urban, 16th. Guy Pearce, 15th. Tony Collette, 14th. That feels like low as well. Do you think she should be a bit higher? Yeah, maybe. She's just... She's, she's always good, isn't she? Yeah, she's in everything. 13, Miranda Kerr. I'd swap them at least. Yeah, at least. Margot Robbie, 12. She should be higher than that as well. That's a nice dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. I've literally never heard you comment on fashion before in your life. Chris Hemsworth's 11th. Kylie Minogue's 10th. Kylie Minogue's the most famous Australian. I think you're talking from a very British biased point of view there. Because like... Am I? Yeah, because she's, she's like adopted Brit, isn't she? Is True. she famous sort of... In America, I would say not, probably. Hugh Jackman. I forgot about Hugh Jackman. Number nine. Hugh Jackman. Kate Blanchett, number eight. Number eight. Number eight. <laughs> oh, I'm losing my mind. Paul Hogan, number seven. That seems too high to me, though. Heath Ledger, number six, of course. He's only famous because he's dead. <laughs> Heath Ledger would have been massive now, yeah, no, by yeah, now. 100%. He would have been massive. But he's only number six. It's that whole Kurt Cobain thing, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No offence, but... Because I think he's great, but... Al McPherson's number five. Al McPherson is not more famous than Kylie Minogue. Worldwide? No. Really? I don't have a problem with that ranking. I do. Olivia Newton-John, number four. Oh, she's looking ropey. <laughs> Russell Crowe's at number three. I'm intrigued to see where this is going now. Mel Gibson's number two. I always forget he's Australian. Yeah, it's because he's racist. Look at that face. Limelight. <laughs> and number one, Nicole Kidman, of course. Jason D didn't even make the list. <laughs> Jason Donovan's not even on that list. Madness. Nobody from Neighbours is on that list. I've seen Where's Jason Harold Donovan Bishop? live. Have you really? Yeah. Awesome. It was not when, you know, before he came back as well. It was like when he was oh, touring really? the university. Doing a uni tour. Yeah. Harold Bishop's not even on that list. Played Too Many Broken Hearts like three times and he only did five songs. <laughs> oh, anyway. I can't even think of another Jason Donovan song. Uh, sealed with a Kiss. <laughs> That's I a think. good tune. What was the one he, the duet he did with Kylie? The the most famous song. Yeah. That we're both gonna blank on. Yeah. Especially for you. Especially that's it. I okay. think he did that and sang both parts. <laughs> uh. So good game. I enjoyed that. Got into Ben Mendelssohn's not in the list. No. That's where it all started. Yeah, exactly. So this week we're talking about the land of steady habits, are we not? We are, yeah. A Christmas film in June. It's set in Christmas. It's, it's, it's set, it's set, at, set Christmas. at Christmas. It's I wouldn't Christmas. say it's a festive movie. <laughs> no. It's about the ups and downs of a family coming to terms with its breakup, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some words for this film. Yeah, me too. Some, me too. Maybe not so kind words, but maybe there might be. I don't know. We'll I think I think there's plenty to talk about. There's plenty sure. to talk about. So join us back here on Thursday on this very stream. If you're subscribed to this, you'll subscribe to that. And it will be out on Thursday morning when you get out of bed. Yeah. If you're in the UK. If you're in America, it probably just lands in the middle of the day sometime. Yeah. So yeah, check that out and uh, we'll be back on Thursday with that. We'll see you then. Yeah, we will. Cheers. Bye.